guys. Welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the EVP of Giggles, the heartbreak chick, the queen of the indies herself, Tiffany. And actually, I'm really excited for this podcast because we have Alex from the, the owner of Invictus today. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. Thank you for having me, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm so excited because I've been hearing so much buzz about your promotion so i needed to uh get all behind it with you so i'm so glad uh we're gonna get a lot of more people to get behind invictus today that's the plan so we have an upcoming show in bloom coming up on april 24th right is that the date 24th yes okay perfect so i'm looking forward to that so guys make sure you like share subscribe to the channel we do everything independent wrestling where we interview independent wrestlers referees promoters anything independent uh wrestling related so if you guys have got questions drop them in the chat i'm sure alex will be more than happy to uh answer them for you so yeah i think i got that all covered so um so Alex, we've been chatting for a couple of weeks now, and like as as I told you, that I've been hearing a lot of buzz, um, and I'm really cool with your friend who's uh, the champ, Leroy Green. So yes. and with all his Leroy, <laughs> I love well, his big, big drip Leroy as he uh, his alter ego that he now sometimes goes by. I know, I know. I feel like because now I'm seeing the drip name, so I'm starting to think that uh, him and Matt Vertigo need to have him. I feel like maybe something in the future that'll happen. Who's um, the drippiest of the, the drip? But I love all the, the photos that I'm seeing him with the belt all over the place. It's such a gorgeous belt. So excited, excited. So um, so yeah, let's let's get into this interview. Um, let's learn a little bit about you. Uh, what did you grow up watching and who are some of your favorite wrestlers? Okay, so uh, I first got into wrestling in the early 2000s so it would have been you know right around the time when uh when you know wwf became the wwe uh so like tail end of the attitude era like into the ruthless aggression era was when i first got into it um i used to love so then yeah like all throughout like from the early to mid 2000s uh i was watching you know smackdown during like the smackdown six era um so i i was a real big fan of all those guys um and uh really my favorite wrestlers growing up and i think it sort of reflects as to you know why i'm so big into the indies now and like the sort of indie style is uh, i was really big into the cruiserweights growing up uh ray mysterio is my all-time favorite um loved watching him as a kid uh i would love seeing him you know t- a tangle with uh, some of the other cruiserweights who were on the roster at that time uh you know guys like uh like tajiri and uh you know matt hardy and and them and then uh, also you know seeing him get in the ring with, with larger guys too and seeing how uh you know he, he could uh work with bigger guys and uh you know cut them down to his size so those are some of my favorites growing up and then uh it was probably around like 2005 or 2006 maybe was when I discovered uh, independent wrestling, which was uh, I, I started going to National Wrestling Superstars, which is a company that's since, uh, you know, gone under. Um, but uh, 
I was going to their shows in like the North Jersey area whenever they'd come to, uh, you know, like Ridgefield Park or Bergenfield or any of those towns. Uh, I would I would go. Um, I, I would have my dad bring me. But, um, you know, I think that sort of like revamped my, my interest in wrestling uh, just going into, you know, cause I've been to like house shows before at the garden uh, for WWE, but I, there was always like that sort of distance, right. Uh, whether you're watching it on television or whether you're, you know, sitting up in the nosebleeds, um, you know, there was felt like there was this distance between you and the action. And, uh, you know, I remember being like, uh, however old I was at the time, you know, 11 or 12 years old going to a, a wrestling show, you know, in this Elks lodge. And there's like, you know, five rows of chairs yeah. and having, these wrestlers being thrown out of the ring and landing at your feet. And, uh, you know, that, that was really, uh, that became like my, my sort of new love within wrestling was, was independent wrestling. And that's, uh, still persists to this day. That's funny. Cause it's like everything like you say, it's like, I, that's where I feel like I sit that yeah. I was back then in the days was WWF at the time. And then, uh, then now we have a W, but it's just funny with like the independent wrestling because I didn't even know that existed until like one of my friends who was a referee that was like, oh, I'm refing. They're like, come watch me ref. And I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't even know this existed. And I started going to all these independent shows. But like even just the fact that I always talk about this, that being at these shows and being more interactive, even like the interaction with the wrestlers itself being in the ring, like this is what excites me like so much about independent wrestling. So, um, but, uh, I just love it. I love it. So how did you go from that and get involved in, in the business? Um, so I, I always, I always say this a lot when I'm in interviews that I, most kids growing up who grew up fans of wrestling, you know, would dream about becoming a wrestler one day. And, uh, I like from an early age, like I never kid kidded myself. Like I was never going to be a wrestler. I was not an athletic kid. Like I always joke that I I have a month of pee wee soccer under my belt and that's it. Uh, so I knew that I was never going to be a wrestler, but I was always very interested in like the the backstage, like you know what went into producing wrestling. You know the 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 booking and uh, you know the storylines and the the more creative side of of wrestling. Uh, you know I was always a very creative kid. I loved you know, telling stories and drawing pictures and things like that. So I knew that if I was going to get, become involved in the wrestling business, like that was something that I wanted to do. Um, the problem with that is that the path, you know, if you want to become a wrestler, I won't say that the path is, is easier, but it, but it's kind of more straightforward is, you know, you, you there's a process, right? right? You find a school, you train, um, you, and then you sort of network and, and get bookings from there. And hopefully you, you make it to the big leagues. Uh, if you want to become involved backstage, you know, most of the backstage people who work for, you know, WWE and AEW are, were wrestlers themselves at one point. Um, but, you know, bypassing that and sort of going directly into a, a backstage role is a little bit difficult. So I want to say it was probably around winter 2017, 2018, maybe. Um, I, I used to go to uh, the Evolve shows uh, every time that they would come uh, to the New York area. So I was on their mailing list and I got an email one day that was advertising a creative seminar with uh, Gabe Sapolsky, who was the, the uh, promoter of Evolve and, you know, had previously worked with Ring of Honor and um, Dragon Gate USA and now works for NXT. 
as a consultant. But anyway, he uh, was having, you know, this. it was advertised as like the first seminar of its kind. It was a seminar that was specifically devoted for people that wanted to get involved in the backstage uh, element of wrestling. And I thought, oh, this is perfect for me. So I, uh, you know, I, I sent an email basically with my, uh, you know, a little bit about myself, you know, explaining why I wanted the opportunity. I got accepted to it. And uh, the way that the seminar worked was that it was actually it was actually backstage at one of the shows. Uh, it was a style battle show. Um, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with style battle, but that was sort of like the B promotion to evolve mm-hmm. uh, that ran for like a year. It was like eight single elimination, eight man tournaments throughout the course of the year. And then uh, the winners of those eight tournaments would face off in a final tournament on mania weekend. Um, so it was like a double header. It was in, uh, at St. Finbar's church in Brooklyn. It was like style battle in the afternoon evolved in the evening. So mm-hmm. the people who had gotten accepted into the creative seminar were there backstage for the style battle show. And, uh, I remember that was the first time that I was ever backstage at a, uh, an independent wrestling show. And, um, I just thought that was, you know, totally blew my mind that I was, you know, sitting there, uh, you know, alongside guys like, you know, Janela and, uh, Walter, um, you know, uh, Keith Lee was there. So all these, all these guys, uh, Nick Gage and, um, you know, just, uh, that was when I sort of, it was affirmed to me that I, this is what I want to do. Um, and then I, I kind of just, I wasn't really sure where to go from there. The big piece of advice that Gabe gave us on that day was, you know, if you want to get break into wrestling, you know, you got to make yourself useful. You got to be willing to work hard and you got to be willing to, uh, you know, contribute however you can. Um, so I, I just sort of sat on that advice for a while. I didn't really, uh, know what to do with it. I, I started messaging local promotions, um, in the, in the, you know, new, greater New York area, but, I really didn't have much to offer. I wasn't a worker. I wasn't trained to be a wrestler in any way. I said, you know, I, but I'll do whatever you need me to do. And, uh, didn't hear back from a lot of them or any of them really. Uh, so then I realized like, you know, maybe a year later that I still had Gabe Sapolsky's uh, email address. So I decided, you know, what the heck It's probably a long shot, but maybe he'll remember me. Uh, so I emailed him, uh, he responded, he put me in contact with Trevin Adams, who was the, uh, ring announcer and commentator and also like the ambassador for uh, evolve and its mm-hmm. parent company, the world wrestling network, he sort of became my mentor. And then from that point on, every time that evolve, uh, came to the New York area, um, I would help set up the ring. I would do ring crew. I would, you know, meet network with the wrestlers. I would work the door, um, getting, you know, scanning tickets, getting the crowd in. And then, uh, from once the crowd was in, I would watch the shows from gorilla. And I had this little gray notebook um, and I would take notes on, you know, all the production elements and the booking and all, uh, all the, uh, you know, stuff that would go into the backstage um, to, you know, eventually running my own company, which was always sort of the goal. Like I always wanted to be, uh, you know, in charge. And then uh, I, I had, you know, humored the idea of, of starting my own promotion for a while. Um, and then when COVID hit and, uh, you know, with the future of Evolve, up in the air and then you know it eventually ended up getting getting bought out by wwe i figured uh you know if ever there was a time to you know take a gamble uh on myself this would be it 
Right. And uh, rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I remember going to like all the Evolve, you know, I went to a bunch of Evolve shows and Brooklyn. I've been there and I've been in the Queens building. So a lot of fun, a lot of memories, met a lot of people there as well. It's pretty cool. So, but I also know like the backstage is, is, is a lot. I've been backstage to a bunch of promotions and I see it's really crazy. So I give you a lot of credit. Um, that's why I do these interviews because I feel like especially you guys are just as important or even like cameramen or commentary. Everybody's important to independent wrestling because it's as a whole. It's not just the wrestlers that bust their ass, but it's like you guys that give us uh, this platform that we can sit and watch and enjoy. And even someone like me who goes around a whole bunch of different independent promotions, I love learning learning about new because uh, a lot of people get signed and they move up. And then I'm always uh, curious of who else is around and names I don't know. And I mean, I got to admit, there's a bunch of names on your roster that I'm not familiar with that I'm really excited to uh, see in person. I will be there on April 24th, guys, uh, front row. I had to get front row tickets and I'll be taking lots yeah. of footage too. So, <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. But so how did you come up with the name Invictus? Uh, so the name Invictus, uh, it's a Latin word and it means unconquered. Um, I first heard it, uh, it's actually the title of a poem by William Ernest Henley. Uh, so that was, that was when I first heard it. Um, but the poem is basically all about, uh, you know, just sort of determination and like, you know, uh, overcoming obstacles and, and working hard and continuing to fight, you know, despite any, uh, challenges that are thrown your way. And, uh, you know, at the time I just sort of picked it cause I needed a name and it sounded cool. Um, but after, you know, the, all the trials and tribulations that we went through as a company in our first year, um, you know, we were originally supposed to have our, our first show in uh, June of 2020. And obviously with the pandemic that didn't happen. Um, so we had to, you know, delay the show. We had to change venues. We had to, you know, rebook talent. There was all this stuff that we, you know, all these hoops basically that we had to jump through. Um, so when the first show actually did happen in September of last year, uh, you know, when I was, uh, the show started, like I came out and I was on the microphone and, uh, you know, thanking the fans for coming. And, uh, I said, you know, huh, like I really did pick the right name, didn't I? Because we, after all this, you know, we can truly sort of say that we're unconquered, that we cannot be conquered. So. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, we have a fan tweet from our friend Anthony from Smart to Death. He's, his question is, what motivated him to start his own promotion? And what's the vision in uh, for the post-COVID world with Invictus in it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was just, for, for me, like I said, it had always been a childhood sort of dream of mine. And I figured that, you know, I, I think with COVID, when COVID hit, it made me like a lot of us sort of rethink, you know, where we were at with our lives and, uh, you know, kind of motivated us to, you know, take a, a, a chance on something that maybe we wouldn't have ordinarily, you know, taken, taken a chance on. And, uh, for me, I, you know, that was to, to try to start my own promotion. And obviously I knew that, um, I knew that it would be difficult, obviously having a, starting a promotion of running wrestling shows during the pandemic. And I knew that there were a lot of obstacles that were involved in that, that, under normal circumstances wouldn't be a thing. Um, but I also knew that, you know, the fans and the wrestlers alike were really chomping at the bit to, you know, 
have some semblance of normalcy again. And uh, I think that much was clear, uh, you know, when we had our first shows in the fall and the, the uh, fan response and uh, the wrestlers, you know, I heard great things coming back from it. So uh, really it was just to, you know, my, my reasoning behind it was just to put on the kind of wrestling that I wanted to see. Right. Um, you know, and uh, focus on the, the, elements of wrestling that I enjoyed that I felt like, you know, were, were sort of had fallen to the wayside. Um, you know, the, the big characters and storytelling and, uh, you know, larger than life personalities that attracted me and made me a fan as a kid and, uh, really creating that sort of, uh, that kind of intimate atmosphere, uh, that, you know, made me fall in love with indie wrestling. Um, that, that atmosphere where, you know, the fans feel like they're a part of the show and they're part of the community and they can interact with the talents that are in the ring. And, uh, you know, so really it's just my, my childhood dream come to life. That's the easiest way to describe it. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, we have another fan tweet from MGB Graham. Uh, so he wasn't really sure, but he had his first question was, have you ever wrestled in Alabama? So obviously, uh, you're new, but you've never done, you said like, you've never, no. but you, have you ever wanted to? Yes. Right. I've, I've obviously thought about wrestling before. The closest thing that I've ever done to wrestling was, I mean, obviously I backyarded in right. high school. I, I don't think. I can't think of any wrestling fan that didn't, but right. like, you know, uh, um, but even then I was, I filled in for a kid that didn't show up. Like I was, I was supposed to be just like the announcer backstage mm -hmm. person with that. Uh, but yeah, that was the closest that I ever came to. <laughs> I would really like to go down to like some like deep South, like backwoods wrestling show and just you know eat barbecue and drink beers and just like watch just guys that look like they have no business being in a ring just like it <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun though well since yeah. since he thought that you were a wrestler and that if you've ever been to alabama so i'm gonna go with this and then i'll ask this other question um do you see yourself in the future like since you're based out in new jersey is there a possibility like maybe travel somewhere yeah, so actually the funny story is, uh, you know, originally we were supposed to be running in New York. Mm -hmm. uh, I filled out all the paperwork and all the forms because New York is obviously very, it's one of, if not the most strictly regulated state right. in terms of wrestling in the country. Um, so there's all this, you know, paperwork, you have to get shorty bonds and, uh, you know, you have to provide like a list of references. It's like all this crazy stuff that you have to go through to get licensed in New York. And I did all that and I got licensed in New York and then the pandemic hit. Right. So, right. uh, but the, you know, the reason that I wanted to run in New York, obviously a, cause I'm, I'm from there, but B because, you know, there's sort of less, uh, competition there because it's so difficult to, right. you know, run shows there. Um, so you know, we've been running in Jersey for the time being because it's, it's deregulated. And that's not to say that we won't, you know, continue running shows uh, in Jersey post pandemic, but we'd definitely like to come have a bit of a homecoming once, uh, you know, New York state officially reopens um, for wrestling. Uh, that would definitely be, be fun to do something in New York. And, uh, you know, who knows as the, as the promotion uh, gets bigger, there's, there's lots of places that I'd like to, uh, to run shows. You know, uh, I think every, uh, promoter's dream is to run like at the you know 2300 arena in philadelphia of so of course 
of course. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll make me happy. I mean, I'm in New York, too. So <laughs> that, that I won't have to pay for the Verrazano Bridge like crazy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm tired of driving over the bridge and spending all the money to all the Jersey shows out there. I love you guys so much, and I do it, but it's getting expensive, guys. I feel that. <laughs> I'm getting a, bringing a wrestling ring down there. <laughs> Just put it, like, before the bridge. Pretty much, yep. and then you'll be good. Um, MGB's Graham's second question is: Do you follow any college teams? Uh, do I follow any college teams? I'm assuming that they're talking about March Madness. Uh, in that case, no, I don't. Uh, I keep tabs on the school that I went to, which is Ithaca College mm -hmm. in upstate New York, but they're D3, so nobody really cares about them. Uh, but yeah, don't really follow any college teams. Sorry. <laughs> uh matt awesome said i'm available for bookings i think invictus needs some chancletta in it in it <laughs> listen uh, one of my favorite things about being a an indie promoter and just working in the indie scene in general is discovering new talent so i am 100 percent open our email is on, on our all our socials mm -hmm. show me what you got it's funny because I was going to ask that one of my questions was what advice would you give a wrestler that's putting himself out there and what are you looking for? Yeah, um, I get that a lot. Uh, professionalism goes a really long way. Um, and I'm not talking like, you know, totally overly formal, but I could show you like some of the weird, like sketchy messages that I've gotten from, you know, workers who are just like, they'll just like start a conversation with me like, yo, or like, what's up? Like, oh God, you know, just don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Just, you know, be straight to the point, but be professional about it. Uh, you know, tell me, uh, you know, what it is that you're, you know, trying to gain from this and uh, what you can offer me as a promoter. And uh, if the planets align, we'll do business together. As far as what I'm looking for in talent, you know, I'm looking for, uh, versatility, flexibility. Um, and I'm looking for talents that really have a strong idea of, you know, what, what their, what their character is. And, uh, you know, because, um, if you're really confident in your, in yourself as a performer, uh, that translates, uh, you know, that translates to me and that translates to the fans. Um, and then I'm also always looking for, uh, you know, wrestlers who don't rest on their laurels and are constantly, you know, trying to improve and trying to gain new opportunities. Um, I always take, you know, sort of mental notes of the, the wrestlers who, you know, will come and talk to me after their match and make it a point to, you know, come seek me out and say, you know, did you like the match? Is there anything I could have done differently? Um, I think that's something that you, uh, you know, sadly don't see as much of mm -hmm. uh, these days, but, um, you know, I, I, I take notes of that, mental notes of that when, uh, when it, you know, goes down in my own locker room. Yeah. Take notes, guys. Um, is there any kind of like style that you wouldn't book at your promotion or, and, and is there like a particular style that you would also like to book at your promotion that you haven't booked? Um, I mean, I think variety is the spice of life and nowhere is that more true than professional wrestling. So stylistically, I want it all, uh, give me your, you know, your hardcore, your technical, your, uh, you know, your, your comedy gimmick stuff uh lucha high flying like I, I want um you know i want invictus to cater to as many uh different stylistic preferences 
as possible. Uh, and the, the nice thing, you know, about being a, a new promotion is, you know, when we're booking our shows, we kind of can look through and say like, all right, well, what are things that we haven't done yet? You know, what are uh, styles that we haven't showcases or types of matches that we haven't done yet? Um, I'm all about gimmick matches. Uh, we, at our show in November, we had a casket match. So, um, you know, I, I, I love experimenting and I love, uh, you know, making dream matchups happen, whether those are, you know, the wrestlers, dream matchups or the fans dream matchups or my own dream matchups um so yeah we're, we're really just all about making people happy and putting on an entertaining show oh i love it i love it again more reason i'm like so excited to come like never mind the fact that like some of my friends have been booked there or are going to be at the show coming up but i just uh, there's so many things that like grab me for a promotion and even like when you start seeing the wrestlers having fun too i feel like that plays such a massive role as well for promotions that like i like to go to so I love it. I love it. Um, has there been a match that you wanted to book, but you hadn't got a chance to book because somebody got signed? Um, not because anyone got signed. Um, but there have been, you know, some matches that, uh, you know, we've had to change because of circumstances. I mean, we, we announced, uh, the original main event for in bloom was supposed to be, uh, Mike Verna who would be making his return because he main evented our first show. Um, and it was going to be him. It was supposed to be him against AJ Gray, uh, but um, he had to he had to pull out again. Completely understandable reason. Uh, he'll definitely be back in the future. He's a, he's an awesome guy. Um, uh, so we got uh, Ken Broadway instead, oh. which I think is a very fair trade, um, especially in the New York area. You know, he's yeah. big, and uh, when I it's so funny too because AJ is like. He's such like a like a stoic, chill guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I told him that I was going to bring in Broadway to work with him, that was like the first time that I got any emotion out of him, <laughs> like my email. He's just like, yo, he's like, yes, make that happen. So. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. I, I was excited. I was like, oh, okay. I remember like sharing the tweet. I was like, I see you. I was like, so obviously like I'm very familiar with Ken Broadway and I'm very familiar with uh aj and it's funny because i haven't met either of them so maybe we'll get them on the podcast in the future um but the very great uh wrestler so i'm actually looking forward to this match but since since we're talking about let's 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 break down in bloom so we have some photos here for you guys so since you already brought up uh ken broadway and aj gray i have the hair here's the the promo um thumbnail for you guys of everybody who's going to be on it so again like i said i'm familiar with a bunch and then there's a um not familiar with a bunch also so i'm really excited for those guys but yeah so like tell me a little bit about about this coming up in bloom yeah so as of right now we have uh there's gonna be a total of eight matches Uh, i believe we have uh five announced as of right now um so i can't actually see the pictures on my end but um yeah, we got the main event, obviously, first off, which is uh, AJ Gray versus Ken Broadway. It's going to be the uh, first time uh, that those two have met in a singles match, um, to my knowledge, unless they're both booked in the Acid Cup in Tampa for, for GCW. So I don't know how that tournament's going to play out. They might uh, meet in that tournament. Right. We shall right. see. Um, but even if that does end up happening, it'll still have some uh, implications for the main event of our show because now they'll they'll be a little bit more familiar with each other. 
Um, they already are very familiar with each other. They were both really excited for this match. Um, I think it's just going to be great, uh, especially, you know, with Ken Broadway kind of going through this rebirth. I mean, for New York indie fans, you know, he was like the guy back when, you know, House of Glory was running regularly. Um, I remember, you know, going to one of their last shows before they went on hiatus, but uh, it was the uh, the Matt Travis Memorial Show, and it was uh, Ken Broadway versus Evander James. Yeah. in the uh, main event of that. And I remember just sitting there watching that match and thinking like, holy hell, like this could easily be, uh, you know, a, a WWE match. Like both of these guys just look TV ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited to, you know, uh, to see him making his, you know, sort of comeback. Um, he's, he's turning heads all across the country. He's been, you know, appearing with GCW. So I'm uh, very excited to have him in, and I think uh, AJ Gray is going to be the perfect opponent to bring out the the very best in him. It's going to be a hard hitting match. It's going to be, uh, um, it's really going to be a, a banger of a main event. Man, I love it. I love it. Oh my god, yeah. So here's the uh, some more photos. What we got? We have uh, Leroy versus Killian McMurphy. I don't know if we've seen Killian McMurphy before. Yeah, so think... that's going to be. Um... That's going to be uh, for the social media title. Leroy obviously won that uh, won that title back you know earlier this this year. Uh, he won our, our social media championship tournament. Um, so this is going to be his first defense. Uh, so when we were looking for you know somebody to bring in as his first challenger, um, we were kind of looking at you know who has like a, a big you know social media presence since it is the the social media title and uh i'm not sure if you're familiar with with killian and his his goons uh little little group of wrestlers from down uh you know the delaware area but um they've definitely been turning heads and uh you know making quite a name for themselves uh you know during this this pandemic and during the lockdown and they've been producing some very entertaining content so uh when uh you know i was putting put in contact with him uh i said you know i think that would be a great match um and uh, he's going to be bringing in his manager big dust uh who's a riot um <laughs> so I'm, I'm very excited to see how how that match plays out oh i'm excited i'm excited I'm a big big fan of leroy we've had leroy on the the under the rope series twice we had him before he did aw dark and then we had him come back and talk about that experience so we're just gonna have to get Leroy back on the podcast again <laughs> Leroy, listen i i i mean obviously i'm a bit biased because he is our champion but uh leroy is to all you fans out there watching pay attention to leroy big game leroy because he is you know when he calls himself the game changer but he is quite literally changing the game and uh his heart and his passion for the business is uh, just so evident just from talking to him for like five minutes. Uh, and just, you know, that uh, when he, you know, as our champion, he has just done so much. He hasn't even had a title defense yet. And he's already done so much to elevate that the belt and elevate us as a new company, because, you know, it was kind of like a, um, it was a mutual, you know, risk as uh, you know, that, we're we're a new company uh you know we need a, a standard bearer who's going to be reliable right. um and you know leroy uh, he said himself you know he hadn't held a title in about three years i think four years so uh you know it was a it was a big uh a big step for him as well and uh you know 
he's been killing it and he's he said himself that he's trying to you know break away from that uh you know the the switch you know gimmicky like mm-hmm. kind of being pigeonholed as more of right. a uh, a gimmick wrestler and um credit to him i mean he's been on fire yeah, he's he been is. having some great matches and he's been showcasing his versatility as a performer so um we're we're very proud to have him as our champion and i uh, can't wait to see what uh in bloom and 2021 in general holds yeah. in store for him yeah definitely i see like i said earlier that i see all the photos that he's been taking with the belt in front of everywhere with the cool backgrounds down in brooklyn which is really cool so <laughs> very cool um so we have a women's match also so i'm familiar with all three of these girls uh i just had vanity on a couple of weeks ago actually on the network uh i got i still gotta get vicky on but i'm gonna see her this weekend she's gonna be at iwa and riley shepherd's amazing as well um so i can only imagine what this match is how this match is gonna go because it's oof, oh three yeah fierce women Love yeah I'm, I'm very excited uh for that one um yeah, Vicky had a uh, Vicky made her debut during that social media championship tournament. We did a bonus women's match uh, where she defeated uh, Notorious Mimi. Um, so she's going to be making her return uh, to the company, and it's going to be her first match in Invictus with an actual crowd, uh, which should be fun. And then uh, we got Riley and um, Vanity, who I'm familiar with through their work with a uh, recombination wrestling. Um, I got some, you know, some friends who work with them. So, uh, you know, being familiar with their work there, I was very excited at the possibility to bring them in. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this triple threat. Uh, It's going to be three very different styles of of wrestlers Mm -hmm. um, just going at it and having a good old old fight. Great. Um, The the climb for clout. I love the name for this. That was me. I came up with that. <laughs> so we got a ladder match. Uh, so for me, I'm familiar with uh, Kenny Copeland and Abs. I've seen Abs in uh, Extreme Serious Wrestling. I've seen him in Camp Leapfrog. Um, so I think I think that's it. I'm not familiar, I think, with the rest. Maybe I have seen them. I can't. So yeah. I'm looking forward to see you guys if you're listening to this podcast. So don't worry. I'll... Uh, you know, tag you with some footage because I'm sure I'll be taking a lot yeah. when I come. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, so abs is coming back to the company. We did, uh, uh, at, at our show in November, we did a, a six way scramble match with cruiserweights and it was, uh, it was Leroy, uh, brother greatness, Casey Navarro, smiley, Ray jazz. And then we had a mystery sixth, entrant who turned out to be abs who is definitely a cruiserweight wink wink nudge nudge and that was the whole you know (laughs) he came out and you know everyone had a good laugh and uh yeah he actually he he killed it in that match so uh so much so that uh we're giving him another at bat in this uh climb for clout um jason andrews is uh also making his return he wrestled um dennis morgan in the uh, opening match of that show in November, uh, real like martial artist uh, style. He's trained in uh, um, trained in martial arts, so uh, he'll be bringing a real hard hitting edge to that match, uh, which I'm very excited about. Kennedy obviously has been killing it lately, um, and uh, you know we want to start mixing it up a little bit with the intergender stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's definitely a direction I'd like to head towards in a company. So um, you know I saw our matches. Uh, 
that she's I saw her, I saw her match with G Raver and that was what made me I'm like yeah we need we need to get her yeah. <laughs> as soon as possible because any any girl who can hang with a uh, G Raver absolutely oh, yeah, <laughs> I I need her on board yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head who else yeah we got Gabriel Sky um, who we brought him in to replace uh, Joey Silver obviously who had to drop out but uh, you know he's been killing it with a uh, VXS violence and suffering. Uh, he's another, you know, sort of hidden gem in the, the New York area. So looking forward to, and a really great high flyer too, which obviously you need that in a ladder match. Um, and then we got, uh, we got Mucho Chris Muljo, who is for Invictus faithful. Uh, they're very familiar with Mucho Chris Muljo, hashtag MCM as he calls himself. Um, he's just, he's just a dick. Uh, there's no... <laughs> It's the easiest way to describe him. Uh, so you're a dick. I he's just it. been a thorn in our side since day one, and uh, he uh, we posted a video on our YouTube channel uh, of him sort of calling me and harassing me, uh, and basically whining and begging to get added to the match. So oh, wow. he's in. Uh, and then there's one person that I'm missing, and that is uh, two people that I'm missing. We got Tony Cheney, um, who. Uh, is you know uh, Grimm's toy show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's big, pretty big name in the YouTube community. Um, so he he's been uh, you know going out guns blazing, getting a lot of hype behind him going into this match. Which uh, so I'm excited to see uh, what what he's going to bring to it. Obviously, a little bit of a an unorthodox uh, you know sort of route in wrestling that he took as opposed to some of the other competitors. So I think that's definitely going to be a factor going in. Uh, and then we got Hale Collins um, who. Uh, a lot of fans. Um, I don't know if you you know Northeast Wrestling at all. Oh yes, yes, I've been so, to the show. A lot yeah. of since they haven't been having shows with fans during the pandemic. You know, a lot of Northeast Wrestling fans have been uh, you know sort of watching our shows. Um, so a lot of people were asking us to bring Hale in, uh, you know, for a while, and it didn't work out in the fall. So um, when we realized that we had a spot open in this ladder match, and Hale Collins, uh, you know, that's sort of like his thing, uh, his ladder matches. I'm like, well. We need to, we need to bring in uh, Hale Collins. We need to live in the now. So, I'm yeah, uh, seven seven way match. Um, it's going to be the first ladder match that we've done. A uh, little nervous, obviously, because there's a lot that can go wrong. But uh, I put the utmost trust in those seven uh, performers that we have. Um, that uh, they're they're going to come together and they're going to put on something special. And whoever walks away with that briefcase, the clout case, yeah, as we're calling it. Um, the real winner is going to be the fans. That sounds yes. very corny, but no, absolutely not. <laughs> so, oh man. Okay. So I'll bring a bed kit just in case <laughs> I got you guys covered. Um, so, and then the other match that is the open challenge. Yes. Um, so Gio Galvano is, uh, he's not a, a our champion. That's not a belt. Uh, that's not a, an Invictus belt. That is a belt from, uh, Global Syndicate Wrestling, who is another new company. Um, so Global Syndicate Wrestling is actually owned by uh, Brandon Ascari, who is uh, who actually is our videographer. Um, so he was doing videography for us going back to the fall, and then he was a big wrestling fan himself. He decided to start his own promotion. So we've sort of had a, a pretty close partnership. Um, so Geo is the next-gen champion for that company. Uh, he won a... Uh, he won a battle royal at their first taping 
uh, back in uh, in January. I think it was January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to become the first champion for that. Um, he actually uh, you're you're. You, you might not like this, but uh, the last person that he eliminated in that battle royal, it was a, it was a battle royal, and then the last two competitors had a singles match mm-hmm. uh, to determine the first champion. And the uh, person that he uh, hit with the running knee and pinned for the one, two, three uh, was uh, your your number one husband, uh, Anthony Gangone. <laughs> uh, All right, so now I got to fight him because, like, that's just rude. Yeah, like... <laughs> don't, don't let that uh, dissuade you because Gio really is, he's, you know, you might not know him now, but you definitely will uh, know about him. Uh, he's a great dude. He's a tremendous wrestler, trained at the Team 3D Academy under, uh, you know, Bubba Ray Dudley and Tommy Dreamer. Um, and uh, he's also, uh, you know, and this is just sort of an open thing that a lot of people know. He and I went to high school together. Uh, so it's sort of been like we sort of had parallel journeys in wrestling him actually training to become a wrestler and me doing the whole you know backstage production thing and now we've kind of like our paths have merged once again with him being a you know a regular on our roster so uh we wanted to um you know give him kind of a chance this this show because he worked a tag match at our last show uh we wanted to give him kind of a, a, a an opportunity to sort of showcase um his stuff so we figured you got a title now. Why don't you uh, put it on the line in an open challenge? Mm-hmm. So I'm um, very excited to see who might answer it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited. Leroy, I see you in the chat. Hi, Leroy. <laughs> What's going on, Leroy? <laughs> I love it. You got lots of love this podcast. So. <laughs> um, so, so you said you might actually drop a match that hasn't been announced yet. I did say that. Didn't I? Yes, you did. Would you care to share with us? I I would, <laughs> yes. So I can now confirm that in addition to those matches that we have just discussed, uh, one of the other matches uh, that will be taking place on April 24th at In Bloom, it's going to be a singles match, and it's going to be between uh, the Danger Hawk, Dennis Morgan, and the newly reborn Steven Stetson, who some uh, longtime Invictus fans might know previously as Big Cal Stevens. He was one half of the Outdoorsman. He's got a new look. He's got a new name. He's got a whole new attitude. And he has just been on fire since, uh, you know, sort of rebranding himself. He made, made appearances on AEW Dark recently. Uh, he has singles match with Orange Cassidy, which was that just felt like a, I commented on it when he, when he posted it, like that just felt like a fever dream for me watching that. Cause I'm like, this is not real. Like just a few months ago, we were like shooting the shit backstage and now he's in the ring on AEW with Orange Cassidy. But uh, anyway, this, I'm very excited about this match. I've been talking to them both. Uh, it, it's, it's just going to be like an old school, like Texas, like, Dick Murdoch, Buzz Sawyer, like Hoss fight. Oh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I think the the fans are in for a treat. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I'm excited. Again, like I said, a lot of newbies to me. So I'm really looking forward to this to add more people uh, to check out and uh, get to see it live. Nothing better than that to see everything live in person. So, um, but tell people like, so are there tickets still available or you know where can everybody watch this 
Yes. Um, so there are still tickets available. Ringside uh, is unfortunately sold out. Um, ringside and this COVID era has been going pretty quickly because we can't, due to social distancing, have as many um, as usual. But there are plenty of general admissions still left. Uh, you can pick those up at uh, Brown Paper Tickets is our new ticketing partner. Um, did I give you the link to it? Yes, like everything's okay. in the description That's below awesome. for you guys yeah, as so, well. Uh, you can find that link, yeah, um, on here and also on all of our social media pages. Uh, if you cannot be there uh, in person, fear not. Um, we The show will be available to stream on High Spots. We are now partnered with High Spots Network, which we're very excited about. Uh, and that should be up um, probably within a week of the show. Uh, going there so uh, no live stream as of yet but that's definitely something that we're going to be working on for the future awesome awesome definitely guys check it out so I'll be there so sorry we took the front row <laughs> no apologies at all as long as you're loud you oh okay so like now he just like it wouldn't have mattered anyway because I would have did it anyway so Alex isn't really familiar how I am so I'm loud I bring streamers are you okay with streamers because I then okay with streamers okay so i'll be there with streamers if they'll make signs possibly somebody will rip my signs because usually where i go places people rip my signs um <laughs> all that fun stuff yeah, we're gonna make those young boys earn their keep yeah all those streamers there you go shred. guys sorry guys <laughs> melissa just wrote in the chat she goes did he just ask you to be loud <laughs> melissa knows i think uh some people don't want to sit with me because uh, yeah <laughs> I'm very excited now to see this like, like turf war, like back and forth type thing between like you and your crowd and like the NEW oh, fans. We're gonna come down we're, to like Connecticut. Oh, we're gonna have fun. Like it's gonna be big, yeah, back and forth. Yeah. So uh, I apologize. Very excited about that. <laughs> I uh, apologize in advance for whatever I uh, whatever I do, guys. So, but you guys know how I am. Oh, so, you guys, you guys make the show. Absolutely, you, I love you guys it. are the reason we're doing it. So, you get as loud as your heart desires. Oh, perfect, perfect. It's uh, it's not really an invitation because it's gonna happen <laughs> whether it's okay or not. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. We got a fan tweet from uh, Kennedy Copeland. She goes, "I have a question." She goes, "When I climb for clout." Can I face Leroy in a street fight? Uh, I figured that that was a given that it would be some sort of like street fight because Leroy is doing death matches now. Uh, so mm. I would definitely love to see that. Oh man, let's go. Like I saw Leroy's death match over there with uh, Casanova. I see you, Leroy. I see you. So, and Kennedy's another one that I've been like keeping an eye on. So we got to get her on the future too here on Under the Rose. We, we could talk about this. Maybe so when you win your uh, briefcase over there, we'll get you to come on and you can kind of like show it off and you can talk some smack to Leroy and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we have another fan tweet from Good Cop, Bad Cop. Just so you know, he loves messing with everybody on the podcast. So be prepared for this question. He says, Alex Aceta. Is that how I say your last name? Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. He said, being an anagram of ace act latex who is the best wrestler who wrestles in latex you know i, I saw that uh <laughs> question beforehand i don't really know how to answer it because i'm not really into that kind of wrestling but uh um 
I don't know. Didn't Natalia have like latex gear for a while? Yeah, yeah. That's, she was trying uh, to be like the cat, I think, with, with the black yeah, latex. Cool. Oh, no. Do you know who I think it is? Remember in like early TNA, there was that tag team that was just like, they were like two giant penises. <laughs> they, were, they were the Johnsons. The Johnsons, oh, they were called. God. And they wore like the flesh tone, like body suits. I, I'm assuming that those are made of latex, but yeah, that's my answer. Oh, boy. The Johnsons. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. You always keep us on our toes, good cop, bad cop. Just, you know, a little shout out to you. Um, so let's see what else. So we got all that. Uh, so, like, what are we going to see in the future? Like, are we going to, are you planning to run every month, every other month? Like, what do, what do we see for the future for Invictus? Well, you know, with the fingers crossed knock on wood it looks like you know the vaccine rollout is going smoothly uh so i'm hoping that you know uh the covid situation will continue to improve especially with the summer uh, the spring and summer coming the warm weather coming um so in terms of the future we do have some things uh, that we're working we're trying to be adaptable uh we're trying to be you know open to any sort of changes that come our way um i will say that we did uh filmed some stuff last weekend uh we did do some uh some taping i can't really reveal much more than that mm -hmm. but you know that uh we do have a little secret project in the works um that will be uh airing in the near future and uh you have to follow our social medias for all the latest updates about that but do know that we are very much active and we are very much looking towards the future and uh april 24th is just going to be the beginning Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to meet everybody that I'm not uh, familiar with and all my friends that uh, I'm going to see at the show. Uh, guys, like, tune in. Again, there's still tickets available, uh, which are very reasonably priced, which is great. Um, I, the show's at uh, 3 o'clock, right? Doors open at 2? Well, it's outside. Yes. Yeah, it's an a outdoor show, so we're doing afternoon because I'm cheap and I don't like to pay for lighting rigs. So. <laughs> Well, you can always get our boy Ray's lighting. He's he's 16 and he's amazing for if you ever need uh any lighting going on as well. A little plug out to him. So, so oh, good. one other thing mm -hmm. that I can also confirm, uh, we got pyro. Ooh, I love it. I'm excited. That's it. It's done. So, yeah. So no no budget for lighting, but. <laughs> Fuck yes for pyro. Fuck yeah. Gladly open my wallet. Oh that. man, I'm excited. I'm excited. Guys, definitely check it out. Um, tell everybody where they could follow you, uh, if they want to like message you or like all, all the good all the good stuff. For sure, yeah. You can follow us on Facebook, uh Invictus Pro Wrestling. Uh you can follow us on Twitter at Invictus Pro W R E one. I should probably change that to something that rolls off the tongue a little better, but for now that's what it is. Uh Instagram at Invictus Pro Wrestling. Um, you can find us on YouTube, uh, also Invictus Pro Wrestling. Make sure that you subscribe. Um, other than that, uh, we're on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, you can find us on High Spots to watch all our shows. Um, and consider, if you have the means to, supporting us on Patreon. Uh, that uh, helps us um, continue to do cool stuff. And there's a lot of cool perks for uh, you, the fans, if you're interested.
Awesome. All the links, guys, are down below. Go support independent wrestling, as I always say. So, man, thank you for this interview. I'm so glad that we got to break down in Bloom. Again, I'm excited. I'll be there with my friends. We'll be loud, I promise. Uh, <laughs> I'll try not to cause too much havoc. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but definitely looking, definitely excited uh, a couple of weeks away so guys again go buy some tickets if you can to go show some support go give a follow like new upcoming promotions so i know i've been telling a lot of people as well so but again thank you for coming on telling everybody a little bit more about your promotion um yeah so i think that's about it guys thank you so much for watching our under the rope series i'm your host as always the vp giggles the heartbreak chick the queen of the indies tiffany and uh we're gonna we'll see you soon so thanks again alex so much thank you so much for having me this was a ton of fun awesome bye guys yeah, no.